right, here we go, man. Saturday night here at the round table. We about to get it started. You know what I'm saying? We about to talk about the week. And whatever y'all want to talk about, man, you know what I'm saying? This is uh, decompression, you know, of the work week, man. You know, everybody rolling up bud, taking shots, doing coronas, whatever, man. Well, that's right. That's shit, how was y'all week, man? Man, mine was blessed, yo. Let me be real with you. My shit was highly blessed. But man, everybody had a blessed weekend, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's good shit. Yo, you know? Let me see how I look out this. Let me get y'all look out. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Say what, bro? Yeah, uh, a client, more client today. Yeah. So, so, so this week been been pretty promising. You know, got one of the top uh classic drywall guys. I, you know, pretty much got a contract with him to do all his vids every Sunday. And then his boy, he want me to do a couple of his vids on Sundays too. You know, he do yeah. his stuff so. I just kind of just been working on getting the name out there, man. So, all right. Hopefully, some uh, some big things will be happening pretty soon. Yeah. Hey, hey, Pablo, what you got on your end, man? Shit, you had a long week, rough week, easy week. Mm, it's here, or there. So far, because I guess not everybody knows who I am. I served with Des out there in Washington State. You know, we was in the same unit for okay. like, I was there for like five years. But, um, so now I work for the Department of Veteran Affairs. So I just, you know, when veterans put in claims for any injuries that they sustained while they were in the service, we basically compensate them. So, so, um, not like just more recently, they kind of changed the standards. Basically, it's like the quota that we're supposed to make every day. And like, depending on the type of case, it's all weighed differently between the quotas yeah. and whatnot. So, there's been issues with that. And I've just been expressing that because I've been overachieving since I've been there. And um, I put in my complaints and our head of of our office told us on Friday that they recognized that throughout the whole nation that they seen the drop in quota with everybody. So now they're going to relook at that and hopefully that gets, you know, fixed within, you know, 30 to 60 days. Yeah. It'd be more smooth sailing. Yeah. 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 I got you, man. It was been pretty tough, man. Like, if, if I was hurting, I promise you, if I was hurting, everybody else was way, way off. Like, yeah, way off. But, um, like I said, it's it's been a good week just hearing those kind of news. So I know that, you know, I ain't got to be, you know, balls to the wall all the time because that's kind of how I was like. I was skipping my breaks. I wasn't using my lunch because that's what I needed to do to make quota now and I was like yo yeah. I never had to do this ever like ever yeah so now I know that's it's, it's gonna be I'll be able to slow it down a little bit and you know just get in the regular rhythm hopefully but that's, that's pretty much it so it's all good news now so yeah you understand you gotta do what you gotta do man but you know at the same time man don't be trying to 
you know what I'm saying, skip them breaks and them lunches, man. You know, you got to eat yeah, too, man. Nice. Yeah, that, it's different because I could work from, um, I work from home. So, you know, with the whole COVID, I work from the house. But even with that, you know, I got the kids. Like, I'm going back and forth, making sure they on task. You know what I mean? I got to make sure they eating. They getting yeah. their snacks. So, I don't, you know what I mean? So, I'm kind of. Hey, bro, can I ask you a question, though? All that. Hey, bro, can I ask you a question? Like, for real, for real? <laughs> like, how is it? How stressful is it working from home and dealing with the kids? Like, it's something I I, I would love to do, but <laughs> I ain't in that position. You know what I'm saying? You know, I know. Like, it's a balance that you didn't know you're gonna be able to like have till it needed to be happy. You know what I mean? Like, right. I I don't have any younger kids, but I do have one on the way. It'll be my first boy. He'll be he's due in March of next year. Congratulations. But like I said, my like my youngest is nine. So you know what I mean? She's like half and half it. Like I know she can be on task, but at the same time, you know, she's easily could be off course. So I gotta like go back and forth. Because for me, in between claims, I got like two or three minutes. You know what I mean? I okay. could like decompress from the claim and I go look at what she's doing and make sure she's on task. And like a lot of times here, they have these meets. So then it's on the teacher to keep them engaged as well. So it's not really always on the parent. But early right. on, like when it first kicked off, they didn't have these meets. So they just literally gave you all the assignments and it had to be done by the end of the day type stuff. So like you was more... Engaged I know with the whole video stuff that they do, you know, I mean, right. they got more of the burden on the teachers keeping them focused. Yeah, yeah I know for okay. me over here, you know, I only work from home when I, I really have to because I still actually go into work, but my wife works from home permanently. And, right. you know, she was having to, like, when it kicked off, she was having to make sure she's doing her assignments, make sure she, you know, uh, signs in for her zoom class and stuff you know on time you know internet connection issues you know was going on you know i had to change out the uh the wi-fi router and modem and stuff you know upgrade you know the speed and everything you know so she can be able to do her job and the kids you know doing their virtual learning and stuff you know with your speed goes so far down when it goes when it happens, man, like I had right. an upgrade. I'm over here running a gig, and it still feels like nothing. Like, yeah, I'm over here <laughs> right now with Xfinity. I got the highest that they can have, you know, and that's like, you know, you get like gigabit, you know, speed now. And sometimes it still be kind of shutting off or slowing down sometimes, you know, when you got, you know, your power user, you know, working at home you know, doing medical claims and stuff like that, you know, and using like five different programs. And then you got kids doing virtual learning, Zoom classes, you know, they got to download school material and stuff. Right. And that's the thing. They're not giving no incentives for those kind of things. You know what I mean? Like we're not getting anything back from like the city. Yeah, there's no type you know, of you're, you're, paying, you're paying the city taxes or whatever. You know what I mean? So they're not like, lessening that because now you know parents got to upgrade their internet 
they might not have that extra scratch to do that. You know what I mean? They don't have that extra to try to get it done. They barely scrape them by with what they got now. On my end, on my end, like like Cox is actually giving you like maybe it's like I want to say it's ten to fifteen percent off your bill if your if your kid is doing virtual learning off the for the Wi Fi. But what check kid into ain't doing it? Fucking virtual learning, bro. Right. But once again, though, check into it. <laughs> That's what I'm Check saying. Like that, they should just they they shouldn't even have to you you shouldn't even have to call and be like, hey, right. uh, my child is in virtual, right. motherfucker. Like right. they should just do that shit for everybody, bro. We already seen, I seen from my own experience, bro. They opened up an Xfinity Wi-Fi tower for free that everybody right. can use, bro. No matter if you have internet or don't have internet. So the things that happened during COVID. As far as you know how they tell you, no, we can't extend your, your we can't turn your cell phone off because the system won't let me. That's a lie, bro. Because during the COVID, oh, yeah. but they were keeping everybody drunk. All I had to do with this call, they were like, all right, we're going to just keep that drunk out. Like, but don't, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it showed us. Go, right? Yeah. Like, like Sprint, AT&T, uh, you, you seen um, if, Xfinity if, open if up you call, if you didn't call your shit off. Yeah, yeah, we got a whole bunch of uh you, you lay on your bill or something, like you know what I mean. Then try to cut your jacks off, like, oh no, nah, you can't set up no both payment arrangements and shit like that. But now nah, they was keeping people's stuff on. But with the COVID did show it's a lot of things that can be done that people knew that could be done that they were holding back on. Like, like the movies, like the movies uh, at home. We got a lot of uh those Xfinity towers that just got built up over here. But the thing is, you know, yeah, they oh, yeah. built all these towers and everything so everybody can have free, you know, Wi-Fi, whatever, to do what they need to do. But them things are slow because everybody's getting on it. Like, you know, in That's these, in these uh, you know, neighborhoods and stuff, you know, with families and children who are less fortunate, you know, they can't, you know, get that full service, you know, or high-speed internet. So they got to rely on whatever is around them and free or maybe, you know, go to their grandma's house or, you know, whoever house, you know, and depend on, you know, right. like free Wi-Fi and Walmart or something or or like Starbucks or whatever the case is. Yeah, that is true. But that's the thing, it didn't have to be that way. Yeah. You know, I mean there's yeah. You know, it's it's still early on. We gotta we gotta think about it. You know what I mean? Like the whole COVID just started back in March when it hit really hard. You know what I mean? So all this innovative stuff is just coming out. But the effect needs is going to be long term. So then, these oh, industries yeah. will need to continue providing those kind of things for the less fortunate. And you know, in the back end, really, yeah. they can write that shit off later. You know what I'm saying? It, exactly. It, <laughs> you know, what I mean, they can really right write off, off write all that stuff off, and they're still going to be on the upside and still provide yeah. everybody so, with sufficient internet, or you know whatever just to get the kids through school so you know what i mean before we before we get off this uh this covid topic what y'all think about this vaccine stuff man uh, i mean okay who going first who want to go first uh, i can go i can go i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you right now me being you no, know no. a a veteran you know how many vaccines i have gotten <laughs> that i didn't even know what it was for and they just said that i needed it and I got so it. I like, go me leave. and Pablo can tell you that we've gotten over like 35 <laughs> so different vaccines, vacation. man. 
Hey, you know, my but thing, I'm not, I'm not going to willingly, I'm not going to willingly go get it. You know, okay. it's a, it's a certain thing. Okay. I look at it like the vaccines are for things to help your body, you know, to help your body fight if you catch it. Right. So I would say I wouldn't get everyday common things. Like if it was a cold vaccine, if I don't get the flu, because that's, you're around it too much is going to happen like but hepatitis and like you know the measles or something but that's not common bro like it's yeah. not common you're not just gonna wake up how many people do you know personally that have had these things you know what i'm saying like you're just not gonna come across that junk and get that so i would be a little bit more okay getting those type of vaccines bro but like this covid yeah. vaccine, no bro it's gonna be here i'm not getting that junk the flu vaccine i haven't got that junk in so many years, bro. Like, yeah, me too. Because me too. If, if you're going to be around it, bro, you can still get it, even if you get the vaccine. That shit don't make you unstoppable, bro. Yeah, and I feel that everybody needs to be exposed to it, you know, to some type of degree, you know, so your body can recognize this stuff and be able to fight it off. You know, that's what, that's what, they, say. That's what they say. But that's where the vaccine I mean, comes into play. But for me, yeah. I see it like. Like anything new that comes out, like the new Xbox, the new PlayStation. Dude, I don't go through, I don't go out and get it. There's too many bugs to get that fixed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I never go out for the first thing, even in that. So I know for the vaccine, I'm not gonna do it. So yeah. that's just me. Yeah, I'm I need not gonna to willingly see all the bugs work out before I go do something. Yeah, I'm not gonna willingly go out there and go get it. You know, just like I said, you know, when we were, you know, in the army, you know, we got all like all, all 35, 40 vaccines and stuff. You know, like, what the that fuck probably, is that? you know, <laughs> like, like you, you're definitely right. Like, like, for real, I'm not going to go get it. I ain't, had, I ain't never had a flu shot. I'm going to let you know, never had a flu shot. Like, when he said, like, go get a new Xbox, that shit was funny to me. I'm like, you know, that, oh, that was some true funny shit. Like, yeah, but why oh. I did, like, like it, it, it's the first generation. I, I never go get the first shit anyway. Never, like, never, never. never. <laughs> because the dollar passing out. Hey, hey, Pablo, we got Blunt over here too. Uh, Blunt just joined in too. Yeah, man, I'm a little late, man. Hey, hey, Blunt. Hey, hey what's Rodan up? is on, man. I'm a little late, man. Hey, you hear me? Rodan is up yeah. here too. Yeah, I, I seen Rodan in there talking when I jumped in. Yeah, yeah, he got the old old. Oh, Jesus beard going on right now, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, y'all got a good topic going on about that vaccine, man. Yeah, we're well, uh, just touching base like on I it said, a little I bit. I never go to the first, the first gen, never. Like, even with this new, like like I said, just I use the PlayStation X, Xbox as an example. Like, hey, yo, hey, yo. I'm still riding with it because there's not a game that's going to be only Xbox or... PS5 exclusive, like they still gonna have the backwards, you know what I mean? So there's a game that I really want to play, and it's only on that system. That's probably when I'm gonna go get it. But other than that, I could play all the games that gonna come out the next one or two years on the PS4. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, that's what I'm still rocking with the PS4, man. Yeah, I'm looking for one of the motherfuckers now. They can't find that one. Yeah. <laughs> I got one of my. Got one in my room. It, it, it got dust on it. Hey, yeah. Hey, they, for some reason, I just seen three posts 
like this past few days, they was like, "Hey, bro, my PS4 didn't stop working." <laughs> oh shit, oh, man. bro! Hey, if they do that Apple shit and that shit really go like, bro, that will be crazy, bro. Nah, I don't, I don't think they're gonna. Up. I don't think they're <laughs> gonna you, force people. Hey, no, no, nah, they probably got the first gym. PS4 Pro working so long, and your shit was fucking <laughs> up. You'll be hurt. Yeah, yeah. People who uh PS4, you know what I'm saying? That's not working no more. They probably got the first generation of that bitch, and that yeah. shit just you know stopped working. Like yeah, yeah, I got working, a I got a PS4, you know, Slim Pro. Oh you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, yeah. That's another. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be good for you know next couple of years so they figure out that PS5 shit, man. Oh, this motherfucker hit now, boy. Just clean this motherfucker. <laughs> I fucking clean the bong out. Uh, now they said th- they said PS5 made like uh, 30 billion in one month. That Ooh. is insane, though. But do, do you know what, what people are doing? <laughs> people are buying like four, the, the five hundred dollars check and flipping that check for like a band, bro. Yeah, they yeah are. I'm just saying yeah. the vaccine is gonna be they're gonna make trillions. You know what I mean? So they're gonna oh, they get are. the money on the back oh, end. So it's the same. It's the same concept. You know what I mean? Like they don't. I'm not touching that vaccine with a with with somebody else on, bro. I would never do it. Hey, now, uh, hey, now, just imagine if they made the PlayStation Five like they do the joys, and only a certain amount came out. <laughs> nah, I never lined up for that either. So me either. me either. I ain't never lined up for no Jordans. No, no, never hey. done that. Oh never. well, hey. I ain't gonna lie. I did it one time with my wife. That was it. That was the only time. I would never do that shit again. <laughs> never again. I don't think I've ever had It was the taxi 12s. It was, it was the high. It was the taxis. But nah, <laughs> never again. It was the taxis. Yeah, I missed those. I missed those. I got the reverse ones, but like I said, I missed them. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, but see that, bro. This was back when waiting in line was cool. Like, I'm talking about like 2013, not like 2014. Like, that's when it was cool to do that shit. Like, people was doing it for 24. Now you getting shot, robbed. Oh, now you gotta have a ticket. All type of stuff. Damn app. If I don't make it through the app, hey, whatever. I'm done. Yeah, like no, they had, they had the 13s today that came out. And I just went in the app. I put whatever. I put my size. I was like, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. I'm not in a line. Whatever. There you go. But then you got to worry about coming through UPS. (laughs) If that motherfucker make it, goddammit. Where I live, there's there's not a problem with that, man. I can leave my stuff outside. Oh no no no! I'm saying no no no! I'm saying it's a six billion package backup at the post oh, there is. office. There is. Amazon. Oh yeah yeah yeah. There is right now because of COVID. <laughs> hey people! They said people packages are just disappearing. Like they don't even know where the fuck no, is. No, no! I actually had to put an inquiry in <laughs> because I my mother's birthday was on the 13th of this month, and mm-hmm. I sent the package on. The ninth, and it's still not there. A week later, hey, a lot of packs going missing too. Why y'all bullshit? A lot of packs going missing in the meal, boy. A lot of people waiting on their packs to hit, boy. Hey, hey, 
this would be the time to try to send that drone too, though. Because nah, it's going, it is going crazy. Long. They be sitting too long, man. You don't want that shit to sit too long. Hey, but that, this is what I'm saying, though. Some things sit too long. I guess it's all on how you, like, you got to pay for, like, the next day air. Because, right. bro, my wife just ordered a purse, bro, from Kate Spade. Bro, when that drink came, something from Foot Locker came to the crib. Like, all my stuff is coming on time. Like, this is weird, oh, bro. So That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if it's a perfect time, <laughs> bro, if it's a perfect time, it's a perfect time. This is the perfect <laughs> time, bro. For real. You know, my shit is disseminating right now. <laughs> so it's... I, I should have... I don't I know. know it's, it's, it's crazy because there's some stuff that make it on time. That's weird. Early. I'm like, I'm like, I turned all this stuff in. I gave it to you all the same day. And the stuff I didn't care about and the stuff that I paid to get there, you know, within one or two days and getting there. It's like a week. Yeah, they, they did like, say that, though. Yeah. It's just really... And that's what I'm really saying. Hard. And they and they still deny people with uh with a little bit of messed up background jobs. And they, they back backed up. That joke's still crazy, bro. They need all the help in the world right now. This is the craziest backup ever. And they still, still deny people that got felonies on their goddamn record. The, work at UPS or FedEx or whatever, bro. Like, come, are you serious, bro? You can't work with a family, right? Bro, bro, my sister, did, bro, my sister did tried to get on, bro, and that job is wicked. Like, I'm just like, bro. You can go to Amazon though with a no. felony. You go. You can go to Amazon though. Hey, yeah. it, it probably got to be seven years. It probably got to no, be my seven brother, years, not six and a half. My little brother got a felony. He, uh, he, he about to work there. What kind of felony? Oh, shit. Drug charge. Oh, this was not. This was assault, though. Oh, well, oh, no. Violent crime. Yeah. You gotta be yeah, careful with those because if he's hiring, he's getting hired right now. It's gonna be that seasonal stuff, man. So he might get hired and I let him go. Mm. But not, hey, he, he about to come up in that joke. He about to come <laughs> up in that joke. I'm telling you. He about I know you can work as much overtime as you want. I know you can make as much overtime. He's that. So how we gonna all come together and 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 man, we gotta figure out a way to combat all this stuff, man. All this stuff we be talking about. If we were in New Jersey, right, Rodan? Yeah, I'm in Jersey. And he sound like he in North Carolina. We gotta all come <laughs> together one day, man. Who in North Carolina? Huh? Shit, everybody else in Virginia, man, except for me. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, Shit, I'm about to go to Virginia right now too. What part? Shit, we, I'm working on Bellville though. I'm in the 804. Oh, I'm gonna be. It's like Richmond area, man. Right. Yeah. That ain't Richmond ain't shit. Richmond right there, down like an hour away from uh that area. Hour and a half. But yeah, you know I know they's from Pot Place out here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because uh, our plantation is Sniffield. I don't know how far it is from Richmond, like Suffolk area. Man, that's a ball 20. 
That's a ball 20. My sister just got a job up there, Joe. She said it was a ball 20 just today. That's crazy. She said yeah, I got I to gotta go out there, man. Because I want to check out the came from. Oh, that's wicked. But I'm glad none of y'all taking that vaccine. You think that... Hey, you think that's official? You think it's gonna be like this? Gonna be official? Official when you go see it? Huh? We talking about the plantation? You say you going to see? Yeah. Yeah, it's the actual plantation. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like it's the blunt plantation. Cause you know our last names come from. You know, there's a couple of them, but I think the one that we from is one in Virginia, Smithfield. Mm. Mm. Oh, that's hard. That's, that's hard. Close. Okay. That's, yeah, that's, that's a, we, right there. That's hard. I try to find out my lineage, but I find out all that shit. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Hey, JB. Hmm? Hey, can you uh share with everyone what we uh talked about about uh combining the round table with the melanin men? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, the melanin movement, melanin men movement is no label, just love. Because basically, the only thing that really separates everybody, especially in the black community, is the different labels we put on ourselves, whether we Christian, Muslim, you know, you gay, heterosexual, all that stuff. We just take all that away and we just focus on the melanin that ties us all together. You know what I'm saying? And just focus on that. We can unite. But he got uh, the round table. So the round table could be the inner, the inner voice for the melanin men movement. That's what we actually, you know, because, you know, as men right now in social media, every, everything, everybody, everybody business. You know what I'm saying? And dog. And when you got everybody in your business, everybody can also comment in your business. So I think that help that makes men not want to be vulnerable, not want to talk. So the round table could be a place where men can come and just be ourselves and be vulnerable with each other so that we can actually start getting past some of these generational curses, these cycles. Cause we don't talk about none of them shit. So we can't never get by them. So the round table could be the inner part of the melanin men movement where we take care of each other. Yeah, it's it's a place where we can come and uh, consult with each other too, man. Yeah, you know, consult. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hope everybody understands that it's not. You know, you don't necessarily need a physical place to come together. You know, and you know, break bread with each other. You know, we can have a virtual place like we're doing now. You know, I just wanted a place where men can come and just be able to talk. You know, whatever's on their mind. You know, if, if you're going through you know, a hard time, you know, you got some mental health issues that you want to talk about with some of the uh, the guys, you know, in this group, you know, then go for it. You know, if you don't feel comfortable talking to a therapist, but more comfortable talking to like me, you know, Tony, JB, Brandon, Q, you know, Pablo, whoever, you know, there, this is a judgment free zone. You know, like how many of us have been to the point where our significant other asks us what's wrong and we always say nothing, you know, I'm gonna be okay. But we go sit in our car or go to the bathroom or go wherever where it's just us and we like break down and cry, you know, or, you know, just start stressing out, you know, trying to worry about what the next move is gonna be, you know, how much you gotta spend on your next paycheck, you know, like just, just stressing out. Like how many of us has been there? Nigga, that's Aaron Wait. But I, I I don't break down and cry, but that's every week. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I see that paycheck. Yeah, but mm-hmm. not nah, for real though, bro. I tell her, I tell my uh, 
my spouse. Nothing. Because, bruh, most of the time when you start talking to them, then they flip the shit and die to make it about them. And I'm like, motherfucker, this is about me. Right. <laughs> you know, God, does that, does I've that actually, happen to y'all? I've like, actually are, seen... I've actually seen and, and, and heard of stuff like that, you know, like, you know, hasn't happened with me, but, you know, I know a lot of guys, you know, they're like, hey, you know, talk to their wife, girlfriend, fiance, whatever. And like you just said, Q, you know, they, they flip it like, well, don't you think that, you know, I'm stressed out too? You know, don't you think that, you know, I go through stuff, but what you're trying to do is get some shit off your chest, man. But now, yeah. like you said, they didn't flip it turned it around, made it about them, so that makes you want to do what? Not say anything no more. Bruh, hey, and all I can do with this look like... Like... You just suck it up, man. <laughs> you just move along. Like, <laughs> yep. You just act like you just oh, never said Hey, 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 but my bro, <laughs> he had the perfect example of what they say, bro. Like, I'm, I'm like, God, I've been working on, man, these 70 hours I work more hours than you. Don't you think I'm t- What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> bro, that's... Bro, Not bro, everybody that was 70 example, hours are the same. That was a perfect example, bro. I'm just saying. Yeah. Not everybody's se- 70 hours are the same. Because I could work 70 hours and not live for things. Somebody else can be... <laughs> they tossing, you know... They toss bags boxes of sugar and, or something, and, you know and, what I mean? Like they just toss it. Yeah, you know, it's different. It's different hours to me. That's very that true. true. Hey, that's that seventy true. hours of hard labor right there versus I was seventy hours of sitting at the desk. You know, what I'm saying behind the computer. Yeah, but that's my life. <laughs> but that's the thing. Sometimes you know, what I mean, it doesn't have to be physical. It could be mental. Exactly. You know, there's you know, there's mental me, stressors and stuff involved too. Because for me, I work these type of claims that, you know what I mean? Like, I work with these veterans. I get these claims, you know, from wide ranges of stuff. Like, people that are, like, you know, they're, you know, at their end of their age. You know, they pass away. You know what I mean? They, uh, what I'm saying, they're going through PTSD. You know what I mean? They were, like, uh, sexually assaulted while they're in service. I'm here trying to read their details and stuff. You know what I mean? All that stuff starts playing with your mind. And on That's top true. of that, trying to make quota. You know what I mean? I'm looking at people's, you know, deaths. You know, I'm comparing them to mine. I'm like, their age is, and my age. You know what I mean? That starts like messing with you, seriously. I'll be like, yo, this guy, he died at 68. I'm 36. You know what I mean? Do I really got 30 more years left? You know what I mean? Like, do I oh, or do I not? Like that play on your, on your mental. Yeah, it plays with your mental. Yeah. And like, yeah, you know, I never, I never been able to express that part of the job because nobody's gonna understand that unless you either work it or, you know what I mean, or you know try to, unless you work it and actually talk to like another coworker. Because I know other people like got yeah. out of those kind of type of, you know, cases because of that. You know, what I mean? it just sucks, man. It just does, yeah, it does no. nothing. Well, so you man. be thinking about stuff like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? So, so does that bother you? Even like, why are you not at work? You think about stuff like that? Yeah. 
That's that's, that's really like I actually went to the VA and I told you know what I mean I spoke to a psychologist and I was like, yo, I'm getting these these stresses over things that you know what I mean I'm putting on on myself. And like I said, like when I worked at these like death claims, because I can get a claim that you know the the guy just passed away. You know, I'm looking at their, you know, when they were born and when they died. I'm like comparing their ages, and I'm like looking at myself. I'm like feeling like I'm going through a midlife crisis, not even knowing it. I'm gonna be 36 yeah. next Sunday. I'll be 36. Yes, yeah. And you know, I'm seeing people passing away in their 60s. I'm like. Do I really got like 20 years left? You know what I mean? Like, it just starts messing with you. And I'm like, oh, I got you. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody have that kind of exposure to, you know, actually dealing, unless you like work in the actual medical field. Like, my wife, she's a nurse and she's been, you know, Mm -hmm. seeing people die. Like, she works with a cardiac. They, They die through strokes and heart attacks and all that stuff. And then her mother, she works in the cancer, giving chemo. And, like, she's seen mm-hmm. people passing away. So it's, like, hard to speak to them about that. So they on the front line right already, now, man. You know what I mean? They already know about the death, and it doesn't, like, affect them like that. But for me. That's a two it's by hard. four, you know. It's hard, bro. That's a two by four. Yeah, I need something like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You need something like that. You need straight. All that on Amazon. All that. So, you say you in Virginia? Yeah. Ship it to Maryland. Okay. You know they got medical marijuana out there, and then some people be growing. So just ship it to a place in Maryland, whatever you order, and just bring it to your spot. Yeah. All right. Hey, can you uh, go over our uh, our car uh, uh, doctor's business for you, uh, for us, man? Like which one? Like, like your ideas. Oh, okay, JB. Uh, me and me and uh, Brandon, we're trying to do, and and Tony, we're trying to do a, our, our own company. You know what I'm saying? They, they're they detailers. And, you know, of course, you know, I'm the mechanic or whatever. But we're trying to combine those two. But Brandon's been putting a lot of thought into this. You know, he's been coming up with some real good, you know, business ideas. And I just wanted him to, you know, share his input on it real quick. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, I'm a detailer by trade. I've been doing this for the last 10 years. So... I got a lot of experience at what I do, so what I came up with was, alright, you know, as Bill just said, he's a mechanic, I'm a detailer, me and my boy Tony, so I, I came up with the idea, alright, we're going to put the two companies together, call it the car doctor. Yeah, that's more. You know, anything that's wrong with your vehicle, we can fix. The only thing, only important piece that we're missing right now 
is somebody who does paint and body work. Mm. Now, if we had that, we can take on full restorations, meaning like somebody got a 1970, you know what I'm saying, Capri sitting in their backyard, they want to get it restored, we can handle mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And not only, not only that, everyone is still making their individual money outside of the restoration work. Correct, correct, of course. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, oh, it, it's it's one, it's basically under, everybody has their own company under one umbrella. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's like y'all independent, y'all independent LLCs, but y'all all under, you know, working under one company. Yeah. So y'all probably yeah. do like a 1099 or something for tax purposes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that'll work. Yeah. What, what y'all trying to do with that though, Virginia or Washington? I'm trying to do it in Washington. I looked up the average income where uh, around the area where theirs was at. It's, uh, average income is, I think it said like 70 to like 450, 500,000. And then the areas, you know, immediately around Seattle and in Seattle is like 500 and up. Yeah, that's so true. If we could tap into that market of uh, convenience meaning that okay you can either drop your vehicle off at our shop you know we got a brick and mortar store and or we can give you the convenience of giving you a mobile service yes yeah putting the shop in the van get everything contactless so i your invoice is typed up on the ipad it's sent to your email mm-hmm you know what I'm saying? You never have contact with the actual details other than, hey, I left my keys in the cup holder or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, each time you will be in contact with the detailer and you probably hey. won't even contact with them. Hey, for some for something like that with the keys and stuff, man, we can, you know what I'm saying, come up with like a little drop box and tag the keys. Yeah, that too. You know what I'm saying? Like the full, the whole service is contactless. You know That's I mean? smart. You know what I'm saying? So, Especially for them white folks. You know what I mean? They don't got to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All right, the car outside. Key under the floor mat. You know, I'll be back in two hours. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dealing that works. Them, dealing with them, your detail service ain't going to be more than two hours. Hmm. You know another thing that would work with too, actually. You remember, you know, you you seen those new car rental things where in Seattle was really big. So it's it's something called like uh like it's it's almost like a, a car rental place, but you just drop your car off and you just pick it up at a certain place and you just drive off. So when somebody drops a car back off, who cleans it when they have to get their car back? You get what I'm saying? It's called Duro. That's what it's called. It's an app called Duro. So people rent out their personal vehicles. And they do that a lot in, in Seattle. So you can even go to, you'll take that business to that, to those type of people be like, hey, listen, you already renting your car out. So who cleans your car after it gets rented? But that's where the word of mouth going to come in. That's true. You that's know true. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they still got to have their cars clean in detail. If we get into that right circle, if we get into the right circle, that's all we need. My shorty live out there too. You know? So, in Bellevue, so she out there in Bellevue area. That's where the rich folks and the money at. You know what I mean? Boom. 
right there. That's free advertisement for me. Hey, bro, I'm in, you know what I'm saying? I'm in Washington, man. Call wifey up, tell her I'm about to stop through. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, this, mm-hmm. that's free, free, free of charge on me. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. Just so I can get into that circle to get that money. You know what I mean? Correct. Correct. Let me, uh, let me let me add something to that, Brandon. Um, me and JB was, you know, what I'm saying talking about this, you know, what I'm saying a little bit, but you know, you had more, you know, insight on it that you shared with me. How do you feel? Because he's an IT specialist. How do you feel about bringing him in? You know, what I'm saying like, you know, once a week, you know, even remotely, you know, what I'm saying to take care of our um our systems and shit. You know, what I'm saying like all our tablets that we're gonna be running shit off of. That's a lot, man. That ain't even a question, man. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, shit. Well, here we are. Shit. I, I didn't even know, but I'm with it. Keep the money in-house, bro. Like, my skin tone, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yes. My school, man, you know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to keep the money in-house. I feel yeah. you on that. Most definitely. As a matter of fact, there's a system called Ingenuity I think we should look at. Cheap. Okay. Cheap yeah. as hell. And now that we're talking about this, this all ties back in to a couple of episodes ago when we were talking about generation wealth. The only way we can obtain generational wealth in America, bro, is if we own something. We got to own something to pass it on to the kids, bro. So that's why I really want to get this this business off the ground so... Like I was telling Diz a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, I don't want my kids looking for jobs. I want them looking for employees. You know Correct. What I'm Correct. Like, I want them to be looking for people to work for them. To, you know what I'm saying? Keep keep the family going. You know what I mean? Keep, you know what I'm saying? Building up other families. Because You're right. I want to get it to the point where, all right, my guy's making so much money that, hey, look, man. I send you the van that you've been working out of for the last five, six years, mm-hmm. and you go out and get this money yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the truth. Like, now you your own. That's the truth. So we got to take it a step further, though, because we, we got a lot of black people that own businesses, but black people are infamous for not supporting their own people. And, so, and, and that's why your, your IT business will be your IT business. I'm just, you know what I'm saying, the guy to help you set everything up. You know what I mean? No, no, no. What I'm doing. What I mean is us. I mean to cut you off. I mean us building our own communities now. Like the Jewish people do. Like the uh, Arabs do. Like the the, uh, Indian people do. We have to actually build our own communities, man. Because we as the only people, as black people, that feel sorry for being pro-black. And we got to feel bad about it. Why do we have to feel bad about wanting to support our own culture? They always make us feel bad for that. But any other culture, they can have as much pride as they fucking want. And we can't say shit about it. So we got to like really get our communities and be like proud about our own shit to where we just want to support us and feel comfortable doing that. But with with our people, bro, it's, it's like we we too worried about the wrong shit. That's a fact. I you agree, hundred percent. Like we we too worried about the wrong shit. Like we worried about how we look in somebody else's clothes. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, 
you know what I mean? I, I want a Gucci goddamn t-shirt. I want some motherfucking uh, Giuseppe shoes. And I, you know what I mean? Like, it's cool if you can afford that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if your rent is fucking $25, <laughs> you out here in the club with you know, like, come on now. You know what I'm saying? And like, not, not that, you know what I mean, bash my, you know what I'm saying, single women who out here struggling and shit, but the ones who trying to get right, they they get a bad name and don't nobody want to mess with them because of the ones that's out here taking advantage of what they got, not trying right. to help themselves. And you know what I mean? They, they giving, you know what I'm saying, that Stereotypical woman, a bad name, you know what I mean? Right. That's absolutely correct. We we gotta figure something out, like you said, to to build the community up, and that's what I was thinking about. Like, when I get the business and I do start the mobile business, like in the mobile game of detailing, you can't stop moving. So that's a that's a young man's sport. So I, was I was basically thinking like, all right, I'm going to do like the NFL do. These college teams do. I'm going to go talk to these kids when they, you know, juniors and seniors in high school. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to make $1,000 a week this summer? You know, you got to catch them younger than that, though, because gangs got them now like 10, 11. But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I got to, you know what I mean, get close mm-hmm. to the older so the young ones can see like, oh, all right. Old head cool, you know, he just trying to pay people, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. So okay. get them in there, try to try to get them in there. Hey, we trying to make a thousand dollars a week this summer. Come, come to this place at this time. Or you know what I mean, on this day. You know, don't hey, if you late, I'm sorry. If you there, cool, we, we go from there, you know what I'm saying? So And I think I think they will bite on that too, man, you know. You know, especially when, you know, summer jobs is kind of hard to come by, you know, as it is. That's the whole thing. That's that's where we got to get them at. Like, I know you want to go work with your homeboy at this place and that place, but, hey, this money guaranteed. Somebody always going to want the, the car clean. And it rain all the time out there. So I'm going to constantly have business. So yeah, it's raining right now, man. It's like, The bottom end is, is like, man, get as much money as you can during the summer so you can, you know what I mean, chill during the winter, get get what business you can during the winter, and get ready for, you know what I'm saying, the next season. Like, I've been doing this shit long enough, man, that the, the seasons is, is the same everywhere, man. If cars ain't selling, people ain't getting their cars clean. You know, what I'm that's saying? true. So, true. If, if if cars are selling, people want their shit clean. You know what I'm saying? So wherever there's money and wealth, it's always gonna be cars sold. Somebody always gonna want ceramic coated this, or you know what I'm saying, uh, undercarriage coating this. Like somebody always gonna want something. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Just like me. You know what I'm saying? In my mechanic business. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's always going to need a battery change, some calibers done, you know, some brakes changed, tires rotated, coolant flush, you know, a whole system flush. 
Uh, you can you can charge a certain amount of money just for diagnostics. Like, you know, somebody's gonna need spark plugs and shit changed out. You know, or a whole goddamn tune-up. You know, or they didn't try to fix some shit themselves and they broke something, so now they got to come to the car doctor. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So we can bring that bitch back to life, man. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's going to try to freaking wax their car themselves. You know what I'm saying? They end up messing up the paint and everything. They're going to have to come to the detail doctor, man. I'm, I, I don't, I, I fix hundreds of cars like that. Burnt <laughs> 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 wax into the paint. And man, I'm telling you, bro, it's just some nasty stuff. But I mean, like I said, man, 10 years doing it, I, I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm real good at what I do, so. So is there any certifications or, or whatever you can get, you know, for uh, detailing? Yeah, you can. First of all, you got to get certified through uh, uh, a licensed and registered detailing company. So you got to go to detailing school. You got to pick a company and they chemical with one of you, whichever one you want. There's hundreds of companies out there. So the mm-hmm. company I, I like is it's called Jack Flat. And they got a uh they got a very good and easy easy to use system, you know, as far yeah. as policies, it's it's only three steps. So that cuts a lot of time out of some of the bigger jobs, you know, people wanting, you know, three, four thousand dollar paint corrections and ceramic coating, you know what I mean? You gotta make that money as fast as possible. You know, you holding on to somebody's car for two, three days, you know, they want they, you know, they want their vehicle back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was just asking if there's any uh, you know, certs or anything like certifications, you know, how it is on on my side, you know, as a mechanic, you know, I have a uh a uh, ASE certification and shit, you know. Yeah. Which which certifies me as to be like you know, damn near a goddamn master technician, you know, a master mechanic. Yeah, no, no, I know what you're saying now. So, so yeah, it is something out there like that. It's called the um, International Detailing Association. Yeah, oh, okay. 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 You, them, you get certified to them, you go down to Orlando. It's a uh, place called the, uh, a convention called the MTA. And uh, basically, it's just all the you know, top detailers from around the world, you know what I mean, around the U.S. and things like that. It's a couple of top guys, Rennie Doyle, a guy named Ammo up in New York. He, he one of the top dudes. A couple of people from, like, Africa and stuff like that. And it's actually a woman from South Africa who is one of the best detailers I have ever seen in the world when it comes to fixing, like, mother and stuff like that. You know, so mm-hmm. like uh, she's a master. I I don't know how to say it properly, but she she's the best when it comes to upholstery. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like everybody, you know, I mean, hit her up, or, you know, what I'm saying, in in her, you know, inbox or whatever, IG, Facebook, you know, what I'm saying, they hit her up, get you know, advice from her. So. It's good to be, you know, kind of in contact with people like that. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's a lot of, uh, uh, believe it or not, man, it's it's more of us than people think it is. 
in the detailing world. But the people who got control of all the high positions is, you know. <laughs> but uh, last year they just they they had their first black president of the IDA, so that was a big milestone for us. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was that was kind of good. I mean, they only can be president for one year, which is which is cool. You know, it gives a chance for everybody to get voted in. But uh, this year, being that it's you know it's, it's a black dude, hope hopefully a lot of a lot of uh, talented and, and very knowledgeable detailers get elected as registered trainers this year because it's a lot of guys who are better than some of you know these the so-called top guys and they're not getting recognized in the game right now. So. Hopefully, a lot of those guys become uh, recognized trainers, you know, because they already got their skills validated and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And these these are some 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 really talented dudes, and, I, and like I said, hopefully they you know saying they recognize trainer badges and stuff this year, man. Being that it is a black president in the in the in the, in the IBA this year, so. Yeah, that's good shit right there, man. That was some that's some good um, info, man, about detailers. But yeah, that's that's man, it's it's a lifestyle, bro. Like it's it's really a lifestyle, man. You you gotta have a passion for this shit, bro. Like this ain't nothing that you just learn and then you know what I'm saying it paid away from you. Like if I oh. showed you if I taught you a few things, you'll look at your vehicle totally different, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. so with that being said, I got a question for you. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you can answer this for me. How do you uh, clear up the fogginess on your headlights? You know what I'm saying? Like, restore it. Well, it depends on how bad the lens is. If it's, if, okay, put it this way. If you can't see your actual head bulb through your lens, that's a problem. Okay, but what if you can? So if you can see, if you can see your head bolt through your lens, you you might you might can get away with some three thousand, some three thousand sandpaper, get you a spray bottle, spray, you know, saturate the lens with the spray bottle, you know, dip the three thousand sandpaper in there, lightly scrub the headlight, you know, you it, it'll get milky at first, and then as you, you know, take your wet microfiber rag, wipe it, you'll see that it clears up, keep going, a couple more, you know, dip do that process, you know, like three or four times. It's, you know, to it's all the way clear. Then you oh. take some, you can take some rubber compound, bro. You don't even need a machine buffer or nothing. You can take some rubber compound and rub that shit up there for a few seconds and it'll clear up. Or you don't even have to do that. You can go to Ace Hardware or whatever your hardware store name is around you. You can go and get some, uh, a clear coat in a can. So after you wet sand it down, let it dry. Wipe it down with some some as the highest percent alcohol you can find. Wipe it down with some alcohol. Tape off where you're trying to spray, and you spray it with the clear, bro. After that, let it sit, dry, and you're done. You got a new headlight. Because if you if you 
a sheet of a sheet of three thousand good sandpaper is gonna cost you maybe a dollar. A can of clear, it might cost you from the hardware store maybe five six bucks. Mm-hmm. It might take you an hour, maybe if you just chilling. You know, what I'm saying Saturday morning. Uh, let me fix my headlights real quick. Type deal. Might take you an hour. After that, you good for the next couple of years versus trying to find a headlight online that's going to cost you maybe, what, two, three hundred bucks, depending on what type of vehicle you got. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. So, I mean, I, I would choose that route every time, you know. Yeah. You got any questions for uh, anybody up here? Oh yeah, man. Well, um, it could be right. Anything, man. Hey, man. What's my man is uh, talking about the um problem. I, I wanted to. Man, I forgot what he said, but yeah, I wanted to. Uh, I'm gonna ask him something, man. But yeah, anyway, man, the whole virtual learning thing, man. Has has that made y'all closer with y'all kids? Well, yeah, because I feel like, you know, when they're in a classroom setting, you know, you had to get help from the teacher and stuff, you know what I'm saying? But they're not getting that one-on-one attention. Now, when they're at home with this virtual learning stuff, you know, you're interacting one-on-one more with your child, you know, so you're becoming your child's teacher. So that kind of, in a sense, forms a bond to bring you closer you know, because now they're putting all their trust and faith in you, you know, to complete the task or the lesson, you know, that they're given. You know, and, and it also makes them feel more comfortable, too. You know, like, hey, I know I can go to mom or I, I know I can go to dad and I can get a logical, reasonable answer, you know, that doesn't sound too confusing. And, and I still got to, you know, do the guessing game to get the answer. <clears throat> okay. My kids ain't in it, so uh I, I don't I don't live with my turn. So I, I don't know. Oh. No, my daughter don't live with me neither, but we're trying to change that. Yeah, I think the teachers got it easy to be honest with you. Why you say that? Oh shit, they at home. Shit, they chilling at the house. They ain't gotta deal with none of them turn. They yeah, just sit they home got... and do everything. But yeah. Yeah, dog. That they got it real good. Yeah, you're right. They they only online for like what 30 minutes. Hey, they ain't online for a long time. Shit. You know what I'm saying? So hey. Minutes, hey I'm gonna show y'all. I'm gonna show y'all what I live for, man. <laughs> Look, look, kids having fun. Doing some what are you, candy? Oh, Christmas decorations, okay. That's, That's one work. thing I miss do. I do miss being around my churn, though. I ain't gonna lie. I miss being around my kids, boy. Yeah, look at that, man. You know, they're just having fun, man. That's one thing as a man that I think we get the we get the short end of the stick on sometimes as, as parents. They think we don't be wanting to be around our kids and shit. 
So we don't get a lot of time with him. I be wanting to be around my child. So when y'all so man, when you have you been to Washington yet? Uh, I haven't, bro. I haven't. <laughs> you gotta come out there, dog. It's straight out there for real. It's nice. And I think you would like it too, cause the economy, you don't never really feel no re- no uh the what that shit called, like recession and all that out there. Yeah. Cause yeah. you know the economy is good. Yeah, no, no, I, hey, bro, I, I've done my research out there, bro. And, and and a lot of times, uh, people out there is not very personable. Um, uh, yeah, they don't really got that southern charm, man. Like you know, people, people from the south do. They a little hey. off. And they, so I think you would do well out there too, with that, with that, uh. With the mobile joint, because a lot of people will be picking up on that after COVID too. Because nobody want to be interacting with nobody. Everybody's scared. Yeah. So that's perfect. Oh yeah, you know, just gotta get them out here first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you trying to go out there? Yeah, bro, I gotta get them. Make sure that I take care of what I got going on here first, bro. Oh, I feel you on that. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, trying to get Q out here too. If you get out there, watch it. You can definitely grow for real. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, they, they don't even got nothing like that out here. That's not. That's not true, bro. I, I, I will. Well, not, not where you at and thing. But you just take like the three-hour drive, bro. You could go right to a hydro store. That's it, right in Maryland. Nah, bro. I'm talking about. Out there. Where? Why? What you mean? You got nothing like what? They got mobile van? Uh, I've had a mobile mechanic come to my house and fix my car. What are you driving? But honestly, they only have maybe one or two. So they have one that services like a certain area, but it's not the home area. And then one little white dude that did service the area, he was like a little mechanic. But I mean, it's only two, only about two or three mobile mechanics around. None of them do like uh like all the services combined like that. Somatic. Somatic. Layla's getting very somatic with her. No, you don't need. Well, I think it'll work out here, man. Cause I already got two other guys, man, and we're trying to take over three counties already. Yeah, and then yeah. on top of that, it just matter your your work ethic for real and who you are. Oh, man. I did three today, and I got four lines. And I'm gonna tell you the beauty of Tacoma. So Tacoma's right there. You got Seattle, which is 45 minutes. Then Portland, which is two hours away, which is another major city, which is two hours, dog. That's that's lovely. You know what I'm saying? So you can always just go bounce back and forth. From you know Tacoma to Portland. Yeah, bro. But I don't. I, like, I haven't done my research. Hey. I got a. I got a homeboy. Hey, check me out. Check me out. Hey, check me out. Look, look. Oh, okay. He, oh, he, oh, he's showing out over here now. He's showing out over here. He tell you to catch up, man. Hold on. Oh, good. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like that though. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we gotta catch up. That's all that means. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. So, that's motivation so Dave, right there. Did you yeah. register your business in the state of Washington yet as a minority owned business? Um I'm gonna need to uh change my name. So I gotta come okay. up with uh, a different name. So that's another thing that we need to do too, so because people can actually search us out with contracts and stuff. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. we are registered in that registry. Yeah. As a minority business. So, yeah, man, that's, that's another thing we got to get up on. Okay, okay. Shit, I'm with it, though. Shit. But but it's perfect, though, for real. Especially after COVID. It's perfect. Oh, yeah, man. You know, everything, you know, will be six feet, <laughs> 10 feet, 15. Mm-hmm. Shit, contactless. You <laughs> That's, that's, that's going to be the thing that gets people to you know, deal with it. You know what I mean? The whole contact and service. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah what you, and what you think about that logo I sent you? Yeah, now nah, the logo is tough. The logo is tough. But you're going to feel real comfortable if a man shows up about to detail your car. The first thing he pulls out is habit. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? that's true. That's true. Like... So, so what type of service are we getting today? And he he's showing you the whole menu on the tablet. So you you, you can see it. It's big enough. It ain't like no. you got to lift over. You're not close to nobody. Um, hey, your service is going to be X amount of dollars. I'm sending you over to you. And I think blah, 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 blah. Okay, that's what I'm hearing. Get one of them little PayPal pads or something. Hmm. Um, I don't know. But yeah, man. Um, I think it'll work out here for like both sides of it. I thought it worked, man. If the costume, if the costume is out there, bro, it'll work. Yeah, we just gotta, you know, do a lot of uh, strategy uh, planning. You know, and advertising, and um, you know, a lot of brainstorming. You know, and put everything down on paper, and then after we do that, you know, we can do the small logistics work. You know, yeah. What what uh what logo? You know, our for sure and definite name. <clears throat> um, you know, what is our you know revenue goals? You know, and stuff like that. And then we can get on base too, Dad, so we can get a lot of that soldier traffic too. It, exactly, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we're retired, so we can get on base. And like you said, we, yeah. we can get all the military traffic coming through. Yeah, we're going to need we're gonna need that. We're going to need that. They always want their stuff clean. Yeah, and like I told you, all of them, all of them drive like Marrows and Mustangs and Chargers and Challengers and Teslas. Yeah, oh trust me, I see him. I see him on the road all day long, bro. But it's just it's it's crowded around here, you know. This is so ouchy. Ouch. Mommy, hey, look at my gingerbread. Yeah. But yeah, man. So, what's on the menu tonight, man? Uh, I just 
I just finished smoking from the. Uh, okay, hold on one second, bro. But it was good. Yeah. Yeah, I had some old lemon diesel. It was, it was good. No, I ain't, I ain't getting no diesel tonight. Hey, look at my hair. Cherry pie, man. I had cherry pie myself. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Are you all done? Are you still? Yeah, right now we're trying to figure out what we're going to have for dinner right now. And look like it's going to be Mexican food. Okay. Yeah, I was making cookies over there. Uh, they got like a big uh Rice Krispie uh treat, you know, cause we couldn't find no gingerbread houses, so they got a a Rice Krispie, a big Rice Krispie treat that they can decorate and put frosting and stuff on and candy. You know, something that you know they can play with and get messy with. Are you done? Are you eating it? Eating it. Yeah, and now you got one that's already eating it. I would, I would, hey kids, I would, man, what you expect, man? I would eat it too, bro. Look at mommy. No, up there, up there, tearing up the foundation. Yeah. That just shouldn't have been looking so good. <laughs> well, I'm about to take me a nap, guys. Yeah. All right. Hey, Mike, Mike, I have me good smoke. <laughs> so I'll be here next week. All right. All right, man. I'll be on time too next week. All right. All right, bitch, All right. All right, bro. All right. Nice, Lammy. Night.